Good morning, and we're so glad that you could worship with us here at Lake Point. And uh, I can't believe in a few weeks uh, we will be back into our building on Sunday, July 12th. And I uh, can't wait for our in-service gathering. And so church, thank you for being patient as we get our building ready and make sure that we're ready to go. And so many of you have done the survey. I appreciate you for filling that out and letting us know about your preferences coming up as we get back into the building. And happy Father's Day to all of our men here in our church at Lake Point. And uh, we have a special gift just for you. And uh, you get to type the word Father, send a text. And you put that word Father at 586-800-0432. And if you send Father, you will get a text back in the next 24 hours to a $5 gift card to Starbucks. And uh, just a thank you and appreciation to all of our men here at Lake Point Church. So jump on that and get that done at some point today. And most likely tomorrow, you'll get that gift card uh, 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 to, your, to your phone, uh, information for that, for your Starbucks um, free drink. And so, but today we get to finish up our series on, on contagious joy and talking about going deep, going deep in joy and, and getting out of the shallow, taking off our floaties. And today, we're going to kind of wrap up this series. I want you to hear a story from one of our church members about how he's experienced life having joy, even in the tough time that he's been through. And so you get to hear it here in the next few minutes, and I hope you enjoy it. Well, it's so good to have my good friend, Jerry McLeod. Jerry, thank you for being here. Hey. Thank you for bringing your car. And I know we can social distance bump. <laughs> there we go. And, um, and Jerry, you got a beautiful car here. Thank you for pulling in. Um, and Jerry, we just want you to come and uh, just kind of have a few questions for you. And I want to hear your story, your joyride story. <laughs> and uh, as I mentioned already, you know, we're going on a joyride. I can't think of a better joyride than this beautiful Mustang. You know, um, fun fact for me, uh, my very first car, it was a Mustang. It was a Mustang. Yeah, it was. It was a Mustang. And uh, it was a 1982 Mustang. And uh, I don't, it wasn't a banner year for Mustang. It had <laughs> nowhere looked close like this. It had a vinyl top. And, uh, and I think I drove that for a little bit, and then I blew the engine after a couple of years, and then we pitched it, you know. So that was my Mustang story. But, um, Jerry, thank you for being here. Um, first of all, before we get into the car and talking about life, uh, let's just give us a quick update. You're married, and, uh, and tell us a little bit about you. You've been at, at our church for a little bit here, and, um, and, and, and tell us about your family. Yeah. Well, the great thing is I've had the awesome opportunity of knowing you since you came up from Florida. We kind of met right at the beginning because of the print shop. You know? Yeah, so a lot of people don't know that. You know, yeah. so um, we, 
we have basically become friends yep. since I moved up here. Yep. You guys have been supporting our church from the beginning. Um, even though you attended faithfully at another church, yep. a, a, another yep. great church, and, and you're involved there. And it's just been a year since you've decided you know, that, you know, you know what, we need to get our heart right with God and, and, and come over to Lake Point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we've been together. He's just joking on that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we've been together for, you know, yeah. we've known each other yeah. for a long time. You've yeah. been one of our very first supporters of Lake Point, and that's, that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. So, and, and your wife, you got to tell us who she is. Yeah. Holly Alcott, my wife, we own American Speedy Printing in, up here, and that's kind of how we got connected. And I still remember being at your your first service. Uh, yeah. I, 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 every there's not been a major event or anything that's gone out there. We haven't been there at church with you, and and we have. We uh, uh, it was funny. We uh, uh, we didn't take us too long to fall in love with you. So and we fell in love with you and the church and and. And we already had the passion for God, so you know what? When we saw your passion for it, it just, it was infectious. And, uh, and now, how long have you been married to Holly? Uh, 11 years now. 11 years, yeah, about 11 years. Right. Okay, I think it'll go. be at the end of this month. <laughs> <laughs> so, Till I'm saying, put me on the spot here. <laughs> now, I, I know from a previous marriage, you have children. Yes. How many children do you have? I, I, I have a son and a daughter, uh, and, uh, and I have uh, four, well, including Vera, Five great grand or great. I'm saying great. I mean five grandkids. But they're and, uh, great. But they're great. That's what I mean. <laughs> they're great, and it's uh, it's it's awesome. It's uh, life's been uh, life's been very good to me. Yeah, uh, good. Yeah, good. And and this is home. You, 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 but you were born in Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah, so a Tennessee yeah. boy. And and uh, I don't know if you see it, but in front of the car it says USMC. Yeah. So you, you served our country in the, in the Marine Corps. Yeah, in the Marine Corps. I spent three years in the Marine Corps. So well, thank you for your serving. Matter of fact, when you mentioned your vinyl top on your, your, your Mustang, I, I five days after I got out of, out of the Marine Corps, I started working for Ford Motor Company at the vinyl plant in Mount Clemens. So I might have made that you vinyl made one on your <laughs> That's awesome. So, well, we, we, we've been in a series called Contagious Joy. Yep. And, um, and there's something about knowing Jesus, and when you're knowing Jesus in an intimate way, um, pe people want to be around a person that is in love with Jesus because there's a certain uh, joy uh, that that person has. It's contagious, you know. It's and, contagious. And I gotta tell you, you're one of my most contagious friends because I just know that Jesus is so important in your life. This is your joy ride. Yeah. But you know, in our life, we're all on a journey. We're all on a joy ride. And, and, and here's what I believe. I believe that God wants us to buckle up, put our feet to the metal, and, and, and know this, that there's gonna be some bumps on the road. Yep. Yep. But they're not roadblocks. Yep, they're not roadblocks. They're not roadblocks. But the bumps are gonna happen. And, and I, you know, this past year, you've had some bumps. Yeah, a couple and, of bumps, um, yeah. You know, you've been my friend and um, all this time, and, and it's, been a, it's been a difficult year, but you know, you haven't allowed these bumps to be a roadblock in your life. It's been, it hadn't been easy, but there were some times maybe you had to park the car for a minute and, and try to regroup your thoughts. But, um, but you, you, you kept on it. You kept on, you got back in the, the, in the road of life and pushing forward because you know that this, 
Christian life is not a sprint, but a marathon, yeah. and, yep. and it's a journey. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, some of us in our church knows your story, what you've been through, but many haven't. And on this Father's Day, in front of this car, I want to hear your story. <laughs> you know, um, you well, know, there's a story for the, there's a story behind this car, but your story is more important, and I like, yeah, I like yeah. to hear that. Yeah, the, yeah, the car I, I bought this as a retirement present, and, and spent like 14 years kind of putting it together a piece at a time, and yeah. and and even with the car, my, uh, my best friend that helped me put it together, and unfortunately he passed away about a year ago of a, a brain tumor. Mm. You know, he he was a just a godly man, and 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 we became so involved in helping churches and different people. We, we were just servants. We were just out doing and with a hammer and a saw and, and we loved it. And, and I'm glad that the car brought him into my life. And, yeah. and it, it's, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, this, uh, this past year has been, uh, I've had a few challenges that, uh, that went on. I, uh, back at the end of 2018, I went, I went in for a physical and they said my sugar was a little messed up and I've been noticing my stomach acting a little bit funny in that. And so in the the next few months, I kind of was back and forth to the doctor, seeing if we could get the, the sugar straightened out. And in the process, you know, things were happening inside my body, and I knew something wasn't right. And then uh, in May of uh, 2019, I I, uh, I I turned into Big Bird. I, I turned yellow, <laughs> and I mean yellow. Hmm. And uh, anyway, I uh, and it's it's funny because I told Holly. It, it was late in the evening, I says, and my hospital was St. John's down on Seven Mile, and I said, honey, I'm not comfortable going down there this time in the evening and taking you down. I don't know how long I'll be there, and I don't know what's going to go on in there. I'm going to wait till in the morning and call my doctor, because somebody will be in his office on Saturday morning. They work till 12, and I said, and then I'll, I'll talk to them. And I've had some people that tell me that was a little bit crazy, but... I, I think it was totally a God thing because it set me on a path that I wouldn't have been on had I not waited that 12, 14 hours. And uh, so anyway, Saturday morning, I get up and call the doctor. I kind of tell them what's wrong. Can I, can I get again? And I'm, you know, I'm turning yellow and stuff. And they call me. They said, okay, give me an appointment. And they, and, and they called me right back five minutes later and said, hey, uh, get over to the hospital right now to, to Henry Ford. So Holly and I were there and sitting there and talking, and I still remember. Uh, I need to get emotional. <laughs> I told her, I said, you know, God's been preparing me for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that started this journey, and we, uh, we, uh, I ended up. Uh, they had me, and they were going to do this Whipple procedure in there, and my. My mother-in-law, her doctor was there, and so I contacted him because at that time I was kind of nervous and scared. I, this was, you know, again, the fear is the fear of the unknown, and at that time I had a lot of unknowns, right. and then that's, that's, that was what was really right. troubling me more than anything. And he, Dr. Pellman says, hey, look, you don't want that procedure. You don't want that done here. It's, it's too quick. It's too soon. It's too evasive. He says, you know what? You need, to, you need to try to get a hold of Dr. Kwan and get with Dr. Kwan. And I've thanked God many times for the advice that Dr. Pellman gave me. It's, uh, uh, I, I've been lucky in some ways like Solomon. I had some good counsels, counsel along yeah. the way. So 
at that time I didn't realize because I'm thinking, well, all this stuff is going on and what's happening. And there was a few people didn't think I was going to make it out of the hospital down there. <laughs> and uh, that, you know, you find that stuff out later on and it's like, wow, I, I knew I was sick, but you know, for some reason I didn't feel like I was going to die. I just yeah. here mentally, I never felt that way. So anyway, long story short, spent a spent a week down week down there, and I, I set up the appointment where I could meet with Dr. Kwan, and and uh, there was a whole lot of procedures because uh, they and I, I can kind of show you that these are these are chemo's and, and hospital trips. So I've had a few in the past in the past year. I always always kept these because I always said that, that this is going to be my testimony. This yeah, this, right. this is going to be it. So <laughs> there they are. But. Uh, when I went in and I met Dr. Kwan for the first time, it was amazing. Just awesome. Just awesome. I absolutely love him. I can tell you that now, and I, and I have no trouble telling him that I love him because he knows where I'm coming from because in the course of our conversation down there, the first time that I met him, he came in and I had met with the whole cancer team. So there was like six or eight doctors and it, it was yeah. a, it was a long day process and when he came in and, and talked to Holly and I he got to talking to us and telling me you know kind of the, what was going to be up with chemo and radiation and different things like that and okay okay and and uh, and then when he kind of was finished talking I told him I said well Dr. Kwan I need to, you to know something I said I've been advised by more than one person that you're the individual that I need to see and I said you know what I trust you, I believe in you, I'll be, be praying for you, I've already been praying for you, but I'm giving all the honor and glory to God. Mm. He gets all of it here. And he looked me right in the face and he said, that's who I want you to give it to. That's awesome. And he said, you know, since you've opened that door, now I can talk. He says, I'm a man of faith. He says, I believe in God. Well, come to find out, he went to the same church we did. I, we, we went to one campus, he went to another. And, oh, that's and, so cool. And, and Holly and I just broke down. I mean, how does God lead you into that? That's, and he's still with you today. He's right? still, still with me today. Doctor. He's still with me today, yes. And it's, you know, I remember about a year ago when it all came down, I visited you with the hospital. That's right. And there yep. was just so many, like you said, unknown. And the prognosis, the prognosis was not very good. Yep, yep. And, uh, it, and even after it was all said and done, they were like, you know, we're not sure what, what's going to happen to you. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, God is just, you know, and there's a lot more to, the, oh. to those stories. A lot, a lot. I, I know that there was a couple of times you've come back and your blood, your blood level now, your cancer <laughs> level, your cancer numbers, it's still there. Yep. It's still on the pancreas. Yep. They can't yep. quite remove it because it's wrapped around a vein. Yep. Yep. But it, it, it's so low. And, and doctors and nurses, are they, are they amazed by that? I mean, what, what, what's been the... I've, I've been told more than one time, and, and uh, I don't know if Holly agrees with this, but they say I'm, a, I'm kind of a miracle in some ways. So <laughs> I guess I, I'll, trust their, I'll trust what they have to say. I believe that. I mean, it's absolutely been a miracle. And I know so many people have been praying. Yeah. And I know you yes. still have a way to go. I mean, you're still on this ride. And, and, uh, and, 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 but you know that God's not done with you. He, he, yeah. he still got you in drive. Yep. He said, man, don't park the car yet. Yep. <laughs> I, yep. I'll park. God will park the car when he wants to park the car. He's, and he still he's, has you driving. He's not um, done with me yet. 
he's not done with it yet. You've yep, hit some right. other road bumps. I mean, you, know, you talk you know, about cancer numbers. Let me tell you, when I was in the hospital, my and, and, and hopefully if you don't want to know what cancer markers are, you'll never know what they are. So that'd be the best <laughs> thing for you. But, but I, I will tell you that my cancer markers were 2,192. My last blood test, they were 11. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing yeah, what God is awesome too? You know? We've it, been praying for God, and that's, that's the hand of God right there. Yes, yes, that's yes. absolutely the hand yes. of God. And doctors and nurses, they're, they're, they're surprised by that. Do you know this? You see that? It was never one of those trips I went alone. Mm, that's right. That's right. Um, God was with me all the time. Now, the past few months have been kind of crazy. You guys were, um, <laughs> you know, doing the chemo, you know, uh, taking chemo, and then one day you were tested positive for COVID-19, and, and that's been another hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> Quarantine. And, uh, I mean, we're talking about the worst time in our history, <laughs> in our medical history of our country. To, to be in the situation you've been in, and, and, and yet here we are uh, in, in a beautiful day in June, and you're looking great. Yeah, I, I, I feel good. I, uh, it's been amazing, you know, and, and you're right. Uh, Holly and I both came down with it, and we had to live for seven weeks. We lived on two ends of the house. We'd, she'd go in the kitchen and fix something for me and give me a call and say, okay, it's ready, and I'd do it, and then have to wipe everything down. And, and believe me, we were extremely cautious up to that point. I know you were. And I think it was a, a hospital stint that, that had caused it, but I had to get in the hospital because I had to, to get a surgery. Yeah. I'd have some stents replaced. So. Well, I, I know that there's a lot more to talk about here, but I want to ask you a question about some of, some of the things that God has been revealing to you during this time, you know, one of the things you mentioned to me earlier is you always had a close walk with God. But in the past year, that God has, um, and your walk with God has become even stronger. You know, like I said last Sunday, when we're weak, you know, God, God comes alongside of us and he strengthens us. And um, I, I want to read a verse, and, and then I want, I want to hear some of your um, thoughts on it, because it kind of would segue into some of the life lessons. And, and you wrote some, you kind of journal, yeah. and I want to hear some of that in just a minute. I want to hear, share a few of those thoughts, because it's so good, it's so practical, it's so powerful for all of us. The past weekend, I was reading in Nehemiah chapter 8, and Nehemiah is like one of my favorite books. And they're building the walls. The walls were a mess, you know, torn down by the Babylonians when they went in. And, you know, that's where we get the story of Daniel. And they just made a mess out of Jerusalem. Uh, probably about 50 years after Babylonians came in, uh, they started rebuilding the temple. And, and then about maybe 30, 40 years after that, they, uh, Nehemiah got the call but felt the need to rebuild the temple. To, I'm the sorry, wall. rebuild the wall. Yeah, yeah. So he goes back home and he rebuilds the wall of Jerusalem in 52 days, which is just incredible. I mean, it's just crazy to think it got done in 52 days. 
Now, that, now back then, they didn't have any red tape. You didn't have to pull a permit. You didn't have to do any of that stuff, you know. You just had to have permission from a king. Yeah, and they, that's what Nehemiah had. He had permission from a king. But they, didn't, they, they didn't got it done in 52 days. They didn't have heavy equipment either. <laughs> yeah, they, just, yeah, they just got the job done with lots of people. And I was reading in Nehemiah chapter 8, they had just finished um, the temple. Uh, I'm sorry, the build, rebuilding the wall. They had just finished it. And I was starting to read the chapter of Nehemiah, of Nehemiah chapter 8. I was just starting reading it, and I had a mind drift. My mind started drifting. You, you ever have that, oh, yeah. you know, when you start reading and you start thinking about something else? And I'll tell you what I was thinking about. I was thinking about you. I, my mind drifted. I was thinking about our conversation we were having today. And I got to thinking about, you know, one thing, that, a, a verse popped up. A verse popped in my mind, that the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's a pop in my mind. And I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm like, thinking about what we were going to talk about, the joy of the Lord is my strength, because it was. That had been your strength, you know. I go back, it's okay, get, think about Jerry after I'm done reading the Bible, okay? Let's just, you know, let's think about, let's get back on point. And, you know, but for whatever reason, and I wasn't thinking it through, but as I was reading Nehemiah chapter 8, they were doing a dedication of the walls. They were reading the scriptures. That's a big, that's a big theme in chapter 8 in Nehemiah. They were reading the scriptures, and, and, and people were worshiping God. And, and, and as they were doing that, they were reading the Word of God. Uh, after they have read the Word of God and worship and wept and mourn for their past sins, Nehemiah says in verse number 10, This day is holy to our God. He said, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, it was, I was just thinking of that first. <laughs> I knew it was in that chapter, but I forgot it was in that chapter, and, but God was putting in my mind, I was like, okay, I get it. And, and one thing I know about you is you stay faithful to God's Word. And I mean, in this time period, you could have got your mind and focused on so many other stuff and so many distractions, but God's Word, you stayed with it. And because of that, man, Jerry, you're stronger now in your walk with Christ. And I believe that. And, uh, and there was just some things, I, you know, I challenged us with a few things that you, you shared some of it with me. And I said, man, why don't you share some of those um, thoughts, if you don't mind, um, and, uh, and, and why you, you know, maybe a passage of scripture that really was important to you during the past 12 months. Well, you know, it's, uh, you're right. It's, it's, I've, in the past year, we were kind of talking a little bit earlier. I've really learned what the difference between happiness and joy is. Yeah. Happiness is that outside emotion that we have and it flees and it goes away. Joy is what's inside and it can stay. The person. It's the person. I, it's like I told you, I, I, in, in this past year, I've, I've learned that when you're someone it's bigger than your something, and I'm stealing this from Andy Stanley. <laughs> when your someone is bigger than your something, you're okay. That's awesome. And and you know what? My God's bigger than all this. He's bigger than 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 me. I'm I'm nothing. I'm just one little thing. Like I said, the, this car is just one little thing. But uh, he, what's going on in this world? God's in control. He's yeah. still in control of it all. And in this past year, I I like you said, I thought I had a close walk with God. But I didn't realize 
I wasn't near as close as, as I could have been. It's, you know, I used to kind of anticipate what's going what's gonna to happen tomorrow and what's going to happen next week and what's going to happen next month. You know, now I, I anticipate and cherish what's just gonna, what, what's going to happen every second. You know? Life's a gift. Life's a gift, and, 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 and sharing it through the, the I, I pray all, all the time, God, give me, give me eyes to see things as you see them. Because it's amazing, man. There's good in everything. I don't care what's happening. Even with what's going on in the world today, you know, this, this virus, God, you use it until you decide to, to, to remove it because it's, 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 it's here for a reason. And I thank God every day that I'm, that I'm here because you know what? It gives me the opportunity to do more and hopefully do better. And I'll tell you what, if you don't have Christ in your life, you're missing something. You're missing the joy, the, 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 the unspeakable joy, because you know what? He can take you through anything. Yeah. He, he can give you peace when you lose your car keys. He can give you peace when the basement's flooded. He can give you peace when you find out you got cancer. Yeah. He can do it. Yeah, he He's can. done it for me over and over and over. And I can't tell you the number of times that I've said, God, help me get through this. And you know what? He shows up every time. Yeah. Every time. In Christ we find purpose for the pain, strength for the struggle, and faith for the fight. There you go. I wrote that. I wrote that down when I was in the hospital uh, downtown. And I first went in that first day or two. My daughter-in-law had sent me that on my phone, that text, and I said, "Man, I love that." And I wrote it down. And then from that, I wrote down several little things, and I kept putting them up on the wall and. Yeah. Around there, just little scriptures, stuff that yeah, yeah. I, I continue to go back and re read these just about every day. I won't say every day that I have. There's been some days that uh, they were at home and I was in the hospital and some other times and that. But uh, I read Psalms 91 every day and I, I kind of tweaked it a little bit. And I kind of changed it a little bit and I put the eyes in there instead of whoever dwells. The way that I read it is, I will dwell in the shelter of the Most High and I will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely you will save me from the fowler's snare, snare and from the deadly pestilence. You will cover me with your feathers and under your wings I will find refuge. Your faithfulness will be my shield and my rampart. I will not fear the terror, the, the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalk in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at, at, at my side, 10,000 at my right hand, but it will not come near me. I will only observe with my eyes and see the, and see the punishment of the wicked. I will say, the Lord is my refuge, and I will make the Most High my dwelling. No harm will overtake me, and no disaster will come near my home. For you will command your angels concerning me to guard me in all my ways. They will lift me up in their hands so that I will not strike my foot against a stone. I will tread on the lion and the cobra. I will trample on the great lion and the serpent, because you love me, says the Lord. I will rescue you and I will protect you, for I acknowledge your name. You will call on me and I will answer you. You will be with me in trouble. You will deliver me and honor me with long life 
I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. I love that. I love that. So good. <laughs> can't, can't read it enough. I said that, some prayers, some thank yous, little notes, little things that I just jotted down and I keep, keep them with me and I, I go through them about, well, I'll say at least three times a week. Most times it's five times and seven times. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's, uh, it's great. God's so faithful. He's so faithful. It's just, you know, when you, when, you, when, you, when you get to the point where you put all your trust in Him, Man, it doesn't get any better than that. No. You just realize just how insignificant and how little control I have over any, anything because God's in control of everything. That's right. Yeah. And I bet in this car, just like most of our cars, there's a, a manual, instruction manual on how to take care of this car. And my friend, God has given us, God has given you an instruction manual and His Word. And it talks about His Son, Jesus and who he is and we want to challenge you to stay faithful to his word stay faithful to him even when you hit the speed bumps of life the potholes of life you know even when the car has a a moment where it breaks down know that god is in control and that he has a plan and there's a difference between happiness and joy and joy is a long haul happiness is in the moment but joy is in the long haul. Joy is a person, and his name is Jesus. Well, Jerry, thank you for coming out today. Let me, let me share you one got, more little piece with yeah. you there. It's something I wrote down when I was down in the hospital down there, because you get to thinking about your life and how I wished I had some do-overs in that, but that, it's a little quote by C.S. Lewis. It says, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are change the endings. Thank you, Jerry. I want to pray for you. You know, I know, you know, it's still not smooth sailing, you know, but you know that, hey, at the end of it, you know where you're going. That's right. And God's in control. But we do want to pray for you. And thank you for sharing your story. Uh, the testing that of life is your testimony, you know, yeah. and all this, everything you've been through. And uh, church, will you pray for us, pray for, with me, pray for Jerry, and I want to pray for you. Maybe there's someone that's watching, and uh, if today you're, you're, you're going through a rough patch. You're going through some challenges. You've, you've hit some, you know, some uh, bumps in the road, <laughs> you know, potholes. Um, I pray that you get back into God's Word, stay faithful to Him. If you don't know Jesus, my prayer for you today is to know Jesus. That's the starting point. That's the starting place. It's Jesus. He came for you. And when you find Jesus, you'll find the joy that you're looking for. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jerry. We ask you to help him continue to be with him as you journey down this road of life that you have designed and tailor-made for him. It's his path that you made for him that, so that he can bring you glory. And the speed bump of life that he's going through and everything he's been, especially in the last 12 months. God, I pray that you continue to now build him up. Help him to grow, to grow deeper with you. 
and we thank you for the miracles that we have seen. Because we know that not, you know, we know that not the doctors and the nurses, and we're thankful for them. We're thankful for the, the medication. But we, at the end of the day, we know the great physician. We know who's behind it all, and that's you, God. And we, we are thankful for, for the jury here today to be able to tell the story because a year ago, the, the unknown of being here today was, 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 was pretty scary for all of us. But he's here. And God, you got him still fighting the good fight of life, still riding with the feet down, the pedal to the metal, cruising down in the joy ride of life. And God, maybe there's someone that's watching today that needs to hear this. Maybe they need to hear a story like Jerry. Maybe they're going through a rough patch. God, I pray that today, that they will get back into the instruction manual of their life, get back into the Word, and to find peace and joy in you and you alone. And so God, we ask you to help us today. We help all of us to walk in our life. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And happy Father's Day. Hey, happy Father's Day. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Hey, man. Love you, too. Thank you. <laughs>